what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie Podcast. I'm your host, Jabril Sahami, the newbie, and I'm joined by... Rafael Luca, actor, clown, thespian, and a pure cinephile. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, and fellow film lover. So yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabril, and I'm joined by the usual two guys, the usual two hosts, Raf and Ollie. How would you guys say hello? Yo, buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> very nice, very nice. A little hint to what we're going to be talking about. Um, and yeah, we're now at the bonus episode. We just finished off our James Cameron theme, and uh, we just wanted to have a little chat again. So I think uh, we have a few... Well, I think we have a few topics today, and I guess, I don't know, what shall we start with, guys? Because there's a few things. Uh, I think we should start with the uh, the review. Yeah, yeah. The review. yeah let's, let's start <laughs> yeah. with the review, shall we? Are we starting with J.W. Ford? <laughs> let's, uh, as I crack my neck and crack my <laughs> knuckles. Um, it's clobbering time. <laughs> it's clobbering. Um, yeah, who wants to read that? So we received, um, I, I think it was unbeknownst to me or Ollie, but and Jabba, me. you found a one-star review on our Spotify. I on, our, on our po- Apple podcast. On our Apple podcast. So, yeah, we don't really, like, we don't really check, to be no, fair. No, we don't check. And We're humble. We this, yeah, we got this one-star review October 13th, 2020. So I'm going to think this is... Like when when we did our first twenty episodes, so mm. it's before the uh, female gaze. It's before. Um, yeah. It's before we got serious. We, before we got a little bit more serious, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were still newbies, but anyways, um, the one star review is titled "Why would anyone want to listen to this?" One star oh. review. <laughs> Not only is the open quotation marks movie newbie close quotation marks a complete dullard, the so called experts are too. That's oh. it. It's cold, man. That is cold. And 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 Dullard. He used the the word Dullard. This man. This man. Yeah. This person. They. Who knows what gender? Really. <laughs> if if maybe they're non-binary, but holy freaking moly! I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting getting a review. It is. Whether that's one star, or that's five star. I feel like we can build upon this one star. You know what I mean? We can, like how to be less Dullard. I was gonna say. I think when you first brought this to our attention, Chipriel. Um, my initial reaction wasn't actually disappointment or frustration um, because, you know, a review is a review. Everyone gets exactly. reviews, more or less. But um, uh, I, I just I was quite excited because it made me realize that there are people out there who aren't our parents that are actually listening yeah. to this podcast. Because like, I, I don't really look at the analytics. I don't know if you do, Jabril, much either. But I'm mm. never really sure about how far our reach is. I mean, every now and then a friend or somebody in my personal life does come up to me and say, hey, I really like the podcast or I listen to it, you know, and then they yeah. just don't make any comment on it, which make, leads me to believe that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yes, it's usually someone I, I'm connected to in some way or someone I have on social media. Um, so I have no idea if they're just complete strangers out there listening to our podcast. And, and this kind this of confirms one, it. Yeah, yeah, this one comes from America, doesn't he? Does he come yeah, from the United it's States? A, at least that's where the account is registered to. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so we I'm... got we tracked you down, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> J.W. Ford. We know where you live. Hide your kids, hide your wives. But yeah, um, I'm with you on that, Ollie. Like, I saw the 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 review and I was like, if this is someone Aww. that we know, then I was like, that person's a dick because like they would just tell us if we we're like being like 
bad, you know, but it has to be someone random. So I'm like, okay, maybe this random person actually found our podcast. So there's people finding our podcast out there and maybe listening to it. So that was kind of like, it made me happy. Um, but yeah, we don't really market our stuff, you know? So like, yeah. other than putting it on Instagram and on our profiles, like it wasn't really like, oh, we want. Yeah. But we, yeah. we, we and, were, and we were like in the top, sorry, not to cut you off rap, but we mm. were like in the top, uh, like 100 for a certain subgenre of movie related podcasts yeah, on Apple podcasts for like a yeah. month in Singapore and mm-hmm. in the UK, uh, um, shortly after we began. So, mm-hmm. and that's not bragging. We're not bragging. Um, no. No. we so dropped out real up, fast <laughs> it, yeah it could have shown up in some some people's searches though so for sure that's for how, sure how it got but out you know here. what you know what um your point to like saying uh friends or close ones are are more there's more um maybe of there's more will for them to to give us uh, an honest review i don't know maybe maybe they'd be more reluctant maybe the people we love and the people we're close to are maybe a little more reluctant to to give us that honest review mm. Whereas strangers don't give a fuck. They don't fucking yeah. know who we are. They don't even. Yeah. They can't even put a face to to to, to our voices. Exactly. So like these dullards are yeah. so boring. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And it's like okay, cool. At least that's honest. Cause maybe we can like shape. Uh, yeah. You know, we can shape ourselves out of that review. Yeah. No, that's what I was saying. Like it. It's probably not one of our friends who yeah. did, who who like wrote a random comment just to be mean. Because our friends, because our friends will just be like, "Yeah, it's great. Keep it's going, guys," <laughs> with like a fake smile. It's <laughs> like, "Oh, that podcast that you do? Wow, come on." <laughs> I've had some like yeah, good yeah, no, critiques, but no, no, yeah, we love yeah, it. yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much we wanted to like mention that. I think yeah. we wanted to like, mention JW yeah. Ford. Thank yeah, you, JW, 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 to all the JW, JW Fords Ford. out there that mm. are that are helping us. And if you're still listening, which is maybe a bit of a surprise to us, but if you're yeah. still listening, um, let us know how, how if we're still boring to you. I want to know if we've like improved or became worse. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine we went from like a shit. one star to like a two star to like a three star. And suddenly he's like, man, these guys have really evolved to yeah. being like one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, that'd be amazing. That'd be a great love story. Yeah. Yeah, next minute he's on our podcast. <laughs> wow. I would say if someone out there does have, whether it's a friend or not, does have a critique, maybe this is me being a little bit selfish, but maybe like email it to us or something. Oh, I would yeah. say genu- generally speaking, like you're free to comment or give us however many stars you want to. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to rate us, it'd be nice if you gave it a, us a five or if you're going to leave a comment because people read those, it'd be great if you gave us a positive review. Yeah. If you think we suck balls, either maybe don't leave a rating or review or like email us that we suck and tell us why we suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Help ultimately everyone's free to do what you want. So like, yeah. You know. or, or catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking bust it. <laughs> no, we, we need these. We need, so like if you are listening, you know, JW Ford or, uh, or to the people that perhaps continue to listen to our podcast or to the newbies that are listening now, give us that review. Cause it does, it does help tremendously to, to know where we stand, to know where we are, to know how much we've progressed. Cause we've been doing this now for, yeah, a long time. I'd quite say, you know, yeah, quite a while. Almost so like, two years. Yeah. So we've got a rhythm to it and it'd be nice to have like constructive criticism to build upon mm-hmm. and to like keep growing from that because we want to learn, you know, we're not avid podcasters. I certainly am. I'm not like, I don't listen to many podcasts. Maybe I should, but like uh, the way I grow and as an actor, the way I grow is, is to, for people to review my work and to really create a dialogue. Definitely. And um, let's taking from that, I think reviewing people's work, uh, we're going to talk about 
the ultimate review of people's work, I think. Yeah. And um or yeah. let's say in quotation, in quotations, the ultimate. <coughs> yeah, the yeah. ultimate or the relevant or irrelevant. Ooh. Um so who wants to who wants to bring this topic to to That's the table? Great segue. Um yeah, great segue. So I I suggested a, a couple of weeks ago that maybe on the next bonus episode we talk about the uh, Oscar nominations because I think they came out maybe I want to say last Sunday, like a week or two ago. But anyway, they came out pretty recently. And, you know, we don't talk a lot about film news. We kind of just mostly talk about old films on this podcast. But what I love about the bonus ode or the Yo, What's Up show is that it's a completely freewheeling conversation where we can kind of chat about whatever's happening in the moment, you know. And that way it can perhaps be a little bit more, uh, you know, relevant to the people listening. Um, But yeah, so the Oscar nominations came out and... You know, the nominations were pretty interesting, I think. Um, I, I kind of wanted to just discuss what films were nominated before we go into a, a larger conversation about the Oscars in general. But, um, yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I think the I think there were some good films actually nominated. And they weren't, like, usually in the past when the Oscars came out, it would be a really big point of frustration for me because they'd, obvious, they'd often really miss a lot of good films. Or they'd miss a lot of more interesting films. And I mean, this year, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at it, but there there are some good films nominated, like some interesting choices. Like Drive My Car got, I think, four nominations. That is a Japanese three-hour film that, no, like, I'm sure barely anyone outside of the critic circle has mm. seen. And it's a great fucking film, too. Um, but yeah, there, there are a lot of cool movies, like Flea. Uh, have mm-hmm. you guys heard about Flea? I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. It's the drama okay, so- movie? No. no, no, it's it's you know it's um it's like a or is it the documentary? Like flea. Yeah, the documentary. It's a docu- right. Yeah, it yeah exactly. It's a documentary that I still haven't watched, but I've heard is fantastic. Um, which is uh, it's a, it's an animated documentary, mm-hmm. and it's and the reason why it's animated was so that the person there whose story they're telling and they're interviewing could keep his anonymity. Okay. He was a man, I believe, from um, Syria. Okay. Or, and I pol- apologies if I've forgotten, but some country in the Middle East that has been recently affected by war. Right. And uh, he fled partly to escape the conflict, but also because he's homosexual. Mm-hmm. And he fled to Denmark and found love there. But obviously, he wanted to keep his his um, identity private because I guess this is still a sensitive matter. Yeah. So they use the animation to keep his identity private, but then they also animate his story about him going on this incredible journey to get out of the country and then move to Denmark, which is where this documentary was made. Right. Um, but yeah, that so this film, which I've heard is fantastic, got nominated for um, three different types of Oscars, which is really interesting. It got Best International Film, Best Documentary, and Best Animated Film, which I'm pretty mm. sure has, like, never happened. But, yeah, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like um, my... The, 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 the category I always look forward to in the Oscars is the animation, because, like, despite the usual Pixar or Disney nom, they always give a very nice variety sometimes. Uh, most, I would say most of the time. Um, and... I don't know. It's always it's always the, the the category that I'm that I'm most excited for. So seeing Flea on there um, was really rejuvenating, and was really and the fact that Flea went on to to be nominated for 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 different um, categories as well. Because you know, in the past year, uh, 
it, they they've really broadened the spectrum with animation. They you know they've had I Lost My Body, um, they've had Loving Vincent, they've had just all these animations that like step outside of the norm, which is I don't know. I I'm a big fan of. What you're saying is that often in the past it's just been that year's Pixar film and then that year's DreamWorks film and then that year's Disney film. Exactly. And you don't get films that are perhaps made for adults that are animated getting recognized. Yeah. And there's and there's and there's loads I mean, there's still, you know, a few snubs here and there. Um but it, it's it's just nice to see to see a, a variety at least. Um I believe uh, Sylvain Chaumet got um, his nomination as well for the Triplets of Belleville, but that was back in two thousand three. But you see, you see that you know, you see that variety, which is nice with animation. Whereas sometimes with Best Picture, you can kind of almost predict, especially in recent years, predict kind of what the list would be or what the list would build upon. Um, but you know, this year again, as as every year, I feel like there was some obvious snubs, but there was there was also some great selection. You know, Drive My Car being one of them. Um, the tragedy of Macbeth for me was 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 a big one that I that I love to see up there. Although not for Best Picture, I believe. Um, no. But but you know, for acting, for directing, for cinematography. Um, oh, maybe not for directing. I might I might be I might be wrong about directing. Um, if Joel Cohen um, got his got his nom, but there was also an odd one in there, and it's and it's and this one has been nominated. I mean, I for me personally thought thought it was odd. It's Don't Look Up. I don't know why Don't Look Up is featured in like a lot of 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 categories in there. I don't know if you've seen Don't Look Up. Like, sure, it was creative. It 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 definitely resonates for today's you know culture. It it, it was it was. Um, it was something that it balanced comedy and drama very well and very, it was Adam McKay, you know, in good form, but I just didn't think it was, I don't know. I don't think it belongs in, in, in this kind of list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you there. I mean, there was a, um, a theory at one point that don't look up was going to sweep the Oscars, but I think mm. the, um, the, well, the, the odds on that have gone down since. So yeah. I guess that, that kind of brings me to a question I wanted to ask you guys. Now, I know not everyone here has seen all of these films. Um, yeah. And Jabril, you mentioned that, you know, when we were talking before that you've barely seen any of them. Mm. But of the 10 best picture noms, which I will uh, I will list out very quickly, I just wanted to ask you guys, if you've mm. seen a couple, which one is would you prefer to win? Like, which one would you love to win in an ideal world? And which one do you think is going to win? based on just what right. usually happens yeah. or where the conversation is going. Right. So, right, so in uh, alphabetic order, what's been nominated for Best Picture is Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. So I'll, I'll put that out to you guys. What do you think's going to win and what do you want to win? Mm. Well, before we get to that, I still didn't give my thoughts on like the Oscars. Oh shit! Anything. I am so sorry. <laughs> no worries. Go, uh, please, please go ahead. I'll, yeah, you're, you're fired. Um, we'll we'll get. I'll, I'll show my I'll, I'll show myself. Out. Well, yeah, for great, me, great. my thoughts are basically, um, I don't think any of these award shows should exist, and like I don't really believe in them, and I don't really like. I've never paid attention to them. You know, I don't think like some, like institution should be able to give it it's like even like the ballon d'or or whatever in football like it just doesn't it takes away from the creative like aspect of of the thing in a way like i i prefer the like film festivals and stuff rather than the awards given at whatever these things so 
whenever these movies come up, I'm, I'm just like, nah, like, I don't really care. But Jabril, surely you can't be talking about the MTV Movie Award Best Kiss when you say that, because I mean, <laughs> some things are sacred, right? Come I mean, on. I mean, the only thing that is sacred is the Nick Awards. What is it? The one where you get sludged? <laughs> the or Nickelodeon, the, yeah. the slime, slime, slime award. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah what happened to those? See, yeah. those were fun. Those, those were fun. fun. Yeah. Um, they should slime the losers this year. At the yeah. Awards. <laughs> Just the massive thing above <laughs> them <laughs> in the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the only thing that I did pay attention to, at least in the past, was the animation stuff so that was always like really nice um but yeah i wanted to mention how uh, this time around they're like not going to televise they're barely televising anything and they're going to like edit it into the to the show in the future but like the actual oscars this year is going to only have a few different categories and they're going to have like more performances like musical performances or something so i'm just like what's all of this pageantry you know just like it's what it is it's it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah but yeah uh to the ten, to the top ten. What was it? Best, yeah, best picture. Best picture. Yeah. No, that's a valid point, uh, Jabriel. And I, 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 I'm, I'm, I think I'm partially with you on on that because there is kind of this facade that the Oscars have, especially the Oscars. I mean, the Golden Globes are one thing because maybe there's more of a relaxed nature to them. People can drink. There's more of a maybe a passiveness to them. Whereas these the Oscars is like you know the tuxedo. It's the it's the accolade of all accolades. It's mm. it's the one that represent and it, you know it's so it feels like it's definitely some sort of um, yeah. There, there's there's a quality of, of fakeness to it because it's so uptight and it's so prestigious and it and it, I I think that prestige has been tainted over the years because of maybe you know the fact that there's only you know the whiteboard you know the people that are governing this are and i don't know if that's changed or not i don't i don't really stay current with the oscars but you know for 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 years and years and years and decades it's just been these old white men kind of dictating what the best movies are mm. and because it's been the oscars it's like people follow that people go over that right um i think that that's lost its respectability over the years because yeah, we are more woke, we are more progressive, we are paying attention. But also like as an as an artist and I'll, you know, in quotation I'll say as an artist, um receiving that can inflate the ego. Receiving such things can promote hu uh, you know, hubris, uh mm -hmm. hubristic na like a hubristic nature. Um mm -hmm. but there's also there's also the other side where like it can help the smaller it, it can help the smaller productions. Mm -hmm. It can it can it can help promote those films that deserve, you know, to be looked at, to deserve to be seen, you know, Parasite being a great example over the years yeah. um, of Korean cinema finally, you know, taking over and having having their moment to shine. Um, you know, there's the drastic situation of like Moonlight um, getting that getting that, you know, hideous kind of like presentation of La La Land's getting the you know La La Land is the winner, but no, it's Moonlight. And but then again, Moonlight did win Best Picture despite that like travesty that occurred around it. Right. So there is still like, you know, the other side, the flip, where it's like finally there is that recognition, and that recognition can really boost these you know companies, these directors, these writers. But yeah, is it just a like you know kind of dick measuring contest? Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's there's yeah. there's an argument to be made on both sides, I guess. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Anyways, onto the yeah. list. Yeah, the li the the 10. Um well, yeah, so I was going to say I didn't watch any of them. 
really. I think I've seen Dune. Dune. You've seen I've Power seen, of the Dog. Uh, Power of the Dog. I've seen. Uh, fuck, have you I seen King Richard? Up here. No, I didn't see King Richard, but I wanted to. Um, I didn't see Macbeth. Or is Macbeth on, not on there? He's not on the best picture. No. Uh, but he was best actor, I think, right? Yeah. For Okay. Um, so I think Dune. Dune yeah, I haven't seen Licorice Pizza. haven't yeah. seen. Dune and Power um, of the Dog are the only two. I yeah, believe. okay. I wasn't really a fan of Power of the Dog anyway, as like a the plot of it. Like I was like, oh, 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 and then the twist. I was like, nah, not a fan. Um, but I do think Benedict Cumberbatch's performance was fucking awesome. Like mm. w- his character was pretty cool. Mm. Um, I'm just gonna go with Dune. Like Dune was so cool. Like <laughs> it was awesome. I really liked it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna win. Mm, I doubt yeah. it. I doubt it. And I don't think that. Uh, what is it? The new york dancing musical one what is it west side story i don't think that's gonna win either mm. um Interesting. it's probably gonna be something like <laughs> new york dancing musical <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that should be the uh the description <laughs> you know when you read on imd <laughs> story new, new york dancing musical <laughs> um <laughs> gonna be back to normal with like the classic choice so i don't know <laughs> well i think west side story would be the classic choice in this you instance. think so but but i mean i i, I don't know what A is remake? i mean raf well maybe maybe raf i want to ask want to ask you what is what do you want to win and what do you think's the classic choice that would usually win here honestly i think the <sighs> it's a hard you know what it's a do- it's a fair. doozy it, this one's a real doozy um i again i haven't seen a, a i haven't seen all i i i would want drive my car to win be, but i but i also see why maybe they put drive my car be, i mean yes beautiful picture right um but is it kind of a parasite scenario where it's like let's let's bring in one from 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 the east side and and see if you know, is it kind of that manipulation? Because I know the Oscars to be manipulative, right? And it's yeah. like, can we just put like one little, you know, yeah, you know, a, a Japanese film in there just so we don't look too whitewashed? Um, and then I think King Richard is the only like, yeah, black leading role. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, with a black director and and black yeah. names. That's um, what I think. That's why I hate fucking the Oscars, man. Is it is it is it chess piece? Is it chess piece? Yeah, is it? You, have, you, have, you, have, you, you may not have a you may not have a well. Yeah, this could just be another example of tokenizing. But here's something you don't usually see: Coda, which got nominated for a bunch of Oscars, mm. which I haven't seen. I'll say, but um, I think that's the cast is majority. Uh, oh, I, I'm so sorry if this isn't the term. Maybe like the is the members of the deaf community. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right uh, and that's not just like these actors are pretending to be deaf, like the. I think yeah. a lot of them actually or are hearing impaired. Yeah. 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 Um, well, see, okay. So there, so there is, so there is kind of a more of a progressive list here, right? Which makes it very, yep. which, you know, it, it's new, it's new is, is a bad word because this should have been done, you know, years ago, but it, it makes it for a more, um, it makes it for a more interesting list, and and if we have if if we have to place hierarchy of like which one's the best, which one's the worst, or like which would you pick? Again, like I haven't seen a lot of these, um, but in terms of 
of how much I enjoyed something, of, of how much warmth um, a movie gave me and my heart, would be Licorice Pizza. Out of because I've only seen Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza. Um, oh, I and, never saw. I never realized you saw that. I did. Yeah, yeah and, about that. And uh, nice. and the and the power of the dog I've seen too. But I I, I would I, I think Jane Jane Campion should win for best director, and I believe she did get nominated. Um, because I love my my Kiwi filmmakers. Um, mm. She did. She did get nominated, um, and so I want her to win best director. Best director. I would love Licorice Pizza to win because I think, you know, I think it it deserves it. It's a unique coming of age. It's a beautiful, uh, beautifully told, woven together um, coming of age story. Paul Thomas Anderson still, you know, at the peak of his of his game, and terrific performances from Hoffman and and Haim. Um, and it's just a beautiful told story, beautifully told story. But I think the obvious choice or what, you know, what the white Oscars would go for, honestly, Belfast. I feel like yeah. Belfast might. Mm. So um, I'll just say quickly, I think, I think in terms of what will win, I think if this were like five, 10 years ago, it would have been Belfast. And the, your point about the white Oscars, again, the if you look at the Academy, the uh, Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences, which is the voting body, it's probably still made up mostly of white people, but because of the Oscars so white controversy that we had about four or five yeah. years ago, there was a massive push to bring in about, I think, thousands more POCs, thousands more people who weren't, you know, mm. uh, above the age of 50, which mm. was, again, largely yeah. what the Academy <laughs> was built up with before. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the reason why for the past three, four five years, you've had more interesting films getting in there. Like last year, Fucking, um, what's it called? No, Nomadland won, yeah. and Chloe yeah. Zhao, a Chinese, uh, yeah. the first ever Chinese woman, won Best Director. The year yeah. before, Bong Joon-ho and Parasite. And again, this year, you're having Drive My Car, getting lots of nominations. Yeah. Um, but I will say, yeah, Licorice Pizza, I would love that to win. That was one of my favorite films I've seen mm. in a long time. And Paul Thomas Anderson never won an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, so I think that'd be great. Uh, Drive My Car would be dope. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think Nightmare Alley, I'll just say, I saw that finally the other week, and I thought that was a fucking great film. Mm. It's no way is that going to win. Like, it's about as much chance as United yeah. have of winning the Premier League at this point. But um, <laughs> uh, but, but uh, I think uh, it's, a, it's a cool film. But what will win, I think it's actually going to be The Power of the Dog. I think that, that film's oh. going to sweep the awards. It's got the most nominations, 12. And um, you know what's interesting is that the way that they vote in the Academy Awards... It doesn't. It's not the the film that every that that gets nominated voted once or sorry voted at the top of the people's list often doesn't win the award because what you do is you rank your five your top ten favorite films and so the film that a lot of people more people put as their second or third film often ends up winning, mm. which is interesting. So I think that could be the power mm. of the dog. Yeah. Um, interesting. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that. You know, I, we probably talked yeah. about this too much already, yeah. but um, yeah, that's those cool. are my thoughts. Well, like, usually the one that wins best editing usually wins best picture, you, right? Like, that's usually how it yeah. goes. Yes, or best director, I think. Best director right. is also it's, a good, yeah. Yeah. A good yeah, trail a good to, to, to follow best uh, picture. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, but before we, before we, before we you know, uh, move on, I also want to give a shout out to Will Smith. I want him to win best actor. Uh, he needs one. He needs an Oscar, man. That's that's yeah. one thing where I was like, he I, got I, I'd love to see, I, and I'd love to see a speech from Will Smith. 
Come on. Yeah. Like, give me, like, he would fucking give a speech. Like, that man can give a speech. I want to uh, see him cry again. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, and just clap in the air, just yeah. like as he as he accepts his nomination, uh, his 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 award. He just clap oh, in the right. air. No, that's that's pursuit of happiness, y'all. Um, I, was, I was trying to do a Will Smith. No, yeah, yeah. it's a bit too Cosby. Um. <laughs> and moving on. Um, yeah, so I believe you had a question uh, about relevance, Ollie. Well, you know, I, yeah, I did want to ask you guys if you think the Oscars are still relevant. And I have some thoughts, and I know you do too, Raph, but I feel like Jabril already kind of touched on yeah. it a little bit. And so like, did I you, Raph, earlier. Yeah, like, Jabril already doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I, I don't really care particularly either, but um, what I think is interesting is that I think the Oscars are going down in relevance, yeah. even as they're nominating worthier films, in my opinion. Like, I think the films that get nominated these days are way more interesting and appealing to me on a creative level mm-hmm. than the films that got that won and got nominated 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think almost partly for that reason, fewer and fewer people are going to watch it, watch these. Like the ratings for the Oscars have plummeted year after year. And that's because a lot of people haven't seen these films. They don't know who the hell these people are and they just don't give a shit. Like the fact that Spider-Man didn't get nominated this year, a lot of people are going to be like, fuck that. That was the best film of the year. Yeah. You know? Mm. And um, and a lot of these stars, they're not nominating the people that show up in the in the tabloids from the magazines. Yeah. They're not like Jennifer Lopez didn't get nominated, or you know, or Ben Affleck or whatever. Or right. there's like there's not as much star power and there's not as much glamour because also Hollywood is itself is kind of no longer the yeah. exactly like Hollywood as a as a beacon of glamour or as like a uh, I don't know like this emerald city on the hill. It's losing that status completely. Like people give give less of a shit about yeah. Hollywood generally. I think one of the main things for that is like this shift from like TV to streaming. Um, the higher production value on TV shows. I mean, like on series series, like on the on serials rather than films. Like there has been a shift. I feel like the Emmys now is a lot more relevant than the Oscars, and I prefer to figure like to find out what the new shows are rather than what the latest movie is um so yeah i don't think it's relevant at like as as it was before i think it's it's not like i don't know it's one of those things it was like those classy things from like back in the day that kind of just like they're taking it over you know like they're just gradually like um letting it go and go and on and on and on and on and it's just like stop guys stop (laughs) It's, it's done. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, um, again, it, I think it's, it's an argument of like, like what you said, Ollie, is, is, is it, does it have, does it, does it attain that status, uh, anymore of like the whole, the movie star concept, right? Are there movie stars left? Mm. Are there movie stars mm. in, in, in Hollywood anymore? Is it, is it also, um, is it also a, an argument to be made of like who actually goes to the cinema anymore right like the whole um everything you talked about streaming jabriel um you know the emmys getting more recognition perhaps tv getting more recognition is that because we are more reliant on streaming services um and less on the fact that we're cinema goers anymore is the term cinema goer a a term that is becoming non-existent or is our appreciation to the word cinema and, and, and actual cinemas 
losing its, you know, losing its mojo a little bit. Um, so I think we live in a world that's really changing quite a lot right now. Um, and is cinema coming forward with us? I would love cinema to come forward with us, but it's, it's that battle of like, yeah, what, what do we view as, what do we view as cinema? Is cinema Netflix or is cinema a giant screen where we can sit down and enjoy a movie with an audience? Um, so I, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. It's, I think it's also hard having this conversation because of like the last two and a half years of COVID yeah. and people like kind of scared to go to the cinema and like do cinemas survive and like those kinds of questions. I think it's quite tough at the moment to, to give an answer. Cause like maybe in two years from now, cinema can make a huge comeback yeah. or like, you know, the next thing is maybe everyone has a VR set and you sit in like wherever you are, but you're watching the cinema like as if you're in a cinema or something. Yeah. So there are those ideas that are out there. Like my friend has a VR set and he does have like a massive screen that he watches, which is really cool. But um, it also go takes away from the experience of like, for example, if any of you have been to Electric Cinema in um, Portobello Road, mm. I love going to that cinema because it's just like a beautiful theater, first of all. Sound system is really nice and warm. And just the it just feels nice to go there. And I don't have that feeling anymore. I know? think, yeah, I think Frances McNorman actually stated that uh, in one of her, in her Oscar speech for, for Nomadland about the importance of preserving the movie going experience. Um, I, I, I think, I mean, as a cinephile uh, and you know, we all are right now in this group, I think we need, to, it's like going to the theater, right? It's like going to these places and actually dedicating time and investing, you know, our lives into, into an, perhaps a dying industry, but preserving its value. It's like theater has lasted for thousands mm -hmm. and thousands of years because of the reason that people still find an attraction for, you know, that experience, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing live theater. It, it, we don't have... Uh, why, 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 why? It's a bit of a stretch, right? <laughs> Thousands of years? Yeah. <laughs> like, not cinema. I'm talking about theater. I'm talking about theater. Oh, like acting. theater. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Like dra drama. <laughs> yeah, drama, drama, drama. The theater, right? The theater. <laughs> but, cinema can, but cinema can be that, right? For the next, let's say, you know, for the next yeah, generation yeah. of years, right? Yeah. Obviously, guys, I know cinema. <laughs> I know cinema is not existent in the Middle Ages. Come on. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid, okay. Um, but I'm just saying, like, how does a uh, medium like cinema, which is so contentious, whereas theater, you know, it's live performance, right? There mm -hmm. is only a multiple, a multitude of ways you can change that and shape that. Whereas cinema, you now, yeah, now you can view it on your phone. You can view it on this stream, streaming service, that streaming service. The concept of cinema doesn't really need to exist anymore. Only the fact that if people want to view it with other people, right? This like mm. this live audience, you know, yeah. scenario. Um, how do we make people want, you know, be ha be more eager to go out of their house and journey to a cinema, and and have that right, have that mm -hmm. quality. Um, and I think the Oscars relies on that because most of their films mm. are only in the cinema. Well, mm. but now with the exception of Don't some Netflix up. films, yeah. Power of the Dog, the example. Um, so is the Oscar now looking towards streaming services to supply them with, you know, this kind of 
status of like, oh, if you do this, then we yeah. will put you in the Oscars. But I guess maybe this conversation is a good for another bonus episode: the streaming yeah, versus. True. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Mm. Man, Raph has been drinking this fucking crisp ass looking beer the entire episode, <laughs> and it's really making me feel <laughs> to my, like I to need my one. own detriment. I think um, oh, it looks so good. Uh, it's, no, it's 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 in a really handsome Steiner as well. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it's in a it's in Asahi for for y'all out there that uh, like the oh, Japanese brew. Uh, um, the greatest. Well, Sapporo, <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, but it's a, it's a very fascinating concept. So thank you for bringing it up, Ollie, uh, and thank you for engaging with it, Jibril, um, and thank you, Raf, for just you know being you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's. I it's, thank you for you. I thank you for being you every single day, Raf. Oh, yes, you guys. Yeah. You guys. Your bundle Stop of it. sunshine, Stop you. Stop it, but keep going. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hollywood's changing. The Oscars are changing. Um, so I don't feel the same. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay, that's our. That's when I start yeah. singing. That's time to probably move on that's, to the last segment of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the new theme. Um, oh wait, no. The uh, what we've been watching. Oh shit! Right, right, right. I, I don't yeah, think I have I think that so. much time, unless we go through it really quickly. I mean, maybe, Jabril, you want to yeah. mention yours off the top first, and if you have to bounce, because Jabril's got a gig to go to. Yeah. So, um, uh, Raph and I can see this out then. Yeah, actually, that would be that would be fine. Um, so what I've been watching recently was High Fidelity, the TV show, with Zoe Kravitz, Ooh, which nice. has been awesome. Mm. And then um, halfway through the TV show, I was like, hmm, let me, let me visit the, the, f- the movie from, like, what, 2001? And that was just such an aged film. Oh. Like, it did not age well at all. And I don't <sighs> like the lead. What's his name? Something Cusack? Yeah, John Cusack. John Cusack. John Cusack. Because yeah. I know his sister. Like, I'm familiar with his sister a lot more. So whenever he spoke, I just Im- imagine. Was it Joan? Is it yeah, Joan? Yeah, Joan Cusack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I know her. Like, I think, was she in a sh- was she in a TV show? School of Rock like really- as well. School of Rock, yeah. yeah. School yeah. of Rock. Billy Nicks. Um, yeah, she is cool. Stevie Nicks. Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks. Fucking yeah, yeah. Billy Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Um, but yeah, I really like the TV show. The TV show is sick, and I'm really sad it got oh. canceled. Yeah, 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 canceled too soon. Man, that yeah. that fi- the film though, I, that was like a, a favorite of mine growing up because my yeah. dad loved that film and we used to watch it all the time. Right. Great yeah. soundtrack. But, great um, soundtrack. Yeah, great soundtrack. I haven't I haven't seen it in a few years. I love the book as well, the Nick mm. Hornby book. But there was some uh, the, painful the, moments, man. Yeah, I I I'm not. Su- Put it this way, I'm not surprised it's if it's aged poorly. Like, uh, like so like that isn't surprising. Oh, so to me. bad, dude. Yeah, Stephen Frears, great, great great director. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, you, the, that was the beginning of Jack Black as well. Yeah, it yeah. was. I mean, yeah. that was. Yeah. You know what a gift. He <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> was such an asshole in the movie. That's why I like yeah. the TV show a lot more because like the characters weren't assholes. Like everyone is actually a good human being. I think mm. somewhere. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. Oli, uh, please. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so uh, first film I want to mention. I think actually both of you guys would love this, but um, Raf, I, 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 I'm pretty sure Jabril would love it, but Raf, I feel like you would go gaga for this film. So Gaga-ga. I saw, yeah, I, I saw another good impression of a baby. I saw um, another film that surprisingly got a few nominations at the Oscars, which is the worst person in the world which um, is a a Norwegian film Mm. by a director I really love called Joachim Trier. And it's, it's, there's not really like a high concept to the film. It's just a a story about 
Um, it's a few years in the life of a woman in her late 20s, early 30s, who's just going through a lot of messiness. And it's told in 12 different chapters. Mm. And there's a narrator and it's, uh, you know, kind of following her, her romances and her misadventures in Oslo. Mm. And it's it is it's it's funny, it's charming, it's romantic at times. It has a really good rom com vibe for a short period. It's also gut wrenchingly sad. It's um, it's it's just a really well told story with a really sparkling script and great performances and yeah. some really cool like uh, cinematic tricks from the director and co writer Joachim Trier. Nice. Uh, and uh, the the soundtrack's fantastic. This film has just been, it's just made a, it's made its bed in my head and it has stayed there for the last week or so since I watched it. So yeah, really love that. Next thing I'm going to mention just quickly, because I know Raf's also watched this. Oh, I've seen all of it. Yeah. Station Eleven. Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't finished watching it, but it, it oh. fucking rules. Yeah. Okay. It fucking rules. Yeah. It, uh, fucking oh, what, rules. what did you think? What did uh, you think I was? Did you think I was going to say something different? No, no, no. I I just thought you finished it. That's why you were mentioning. Oh no, it. no, because I'm, I'm I'm watching it with uh, my partner who was on the podcast recently. Right. Ringa. Yes, indeed. Ringa. And you know when you're watching when you're watching it with someone you don't uh, you have to wait live with yeah. you kind of have to go achingly slowly. Yes, uh, yes. It's I, great. I love it. We're sharing this together. <laughs> you just have to be. It's like um, it's like it's like when it's releasing once a week. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. To everyone out yeah. there, please. This show is so. I feel like it's so important. It has such an important message. It's such a beautifully told story, um, and it's so different. It's it's it really tries to convey such a different message to the whole post-apocalyptic world um, that we're used to kind of seeing. And it also ties in very closely to the post-apocalyptic world we lived in with the pandemic. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so if you if you if you are still if you're still suffering from PTSD yeah. from the pandemic, this or you're will still heal afraid, you. Well, I was gonna say the the first episode especially might yeah. be a little too close to home. You might be like, oh, too soon because yeah. it takes place in a world where, in the first episode, you see a pandemic that is. Kind of similar to the to COVID, it's but also is much yeah. more much more de- uh, fatal, or has yeah. a much higher fatality rate, and it just decimates the planet. And then you cut forward to I think it's like twenty years later, mm. and you're following uh, a theater troupe, a Shakespearean yeah. theater troupe that is uh, sort of traveling America in this post post apocalyptic landscape, and sort of preserving the state of storytelling and the dramatic arts and there's also some there's a comic book that's very important in it it's got some it's got a, a cult in there it's got some origin stories it's just yeah i haven't got to the end but it's it's beautiful yeah uh, a great score as well great um, score yeah. absolutely great score and just uh, it also uh, you know an absolute beast of a book like it's 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 an incredible oh, yeah, you've read, book you've read the book you read yeah the book, yeah you? which you know um Emily St. John Mandel, um, you know, I can't wait to see, you know, more writings from her, but it's, it's terrific book. And it was a, it was a bestseller. It kind of sweeped, um, back in, I'd say five, five years. I don't know. I can't even remember when it came out five years ago, maybe. Um, but anyways, you watch station 11. We spoke enough about it. Um, 
Just La- do it. Last thing I'll men- yeah, last thing I'll mention, and I'll turn it over to you, Raf. This does not deserve any more than about 15 seconds, so I'm going to be very quick about it. But the other thing I've been watching a lot of this past week, and please don't judge me, is Love is Blind on Netflix. So I don't how watch a lot you? of reality... How yeah, I, don't, I know. How do I utter this on the movie newbie? I mean, but I don't watch a lot of reality TV. Oh but I get into one reality TV show <sighs> about once every year or two. And you know what? It's... Sue me, okay? Oli, Oli, you know what I'm seeing right now? I'm seeing more one-star reviews. They're coming. Oh, no. They're coming our way. You've, 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 you've mentioned reality TV. <laughs> you know, this might actually get us more fans than we've yeah. ever had before. True, true that, true that. Actually, yeah, yeah, lure them in, lure them in. Let's, let's broad, let's broaden our, 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 you know, our reach uh, with reality TV. I feel like the only reality TV I've ever watched is Jersey Shore, so that you know tells a lot about myself, I guess. Um, anyways, off to me. Yeah, since we're you know we're rushed in time, I will just name three movies uh, because the TV show has already been mentioned. It's Station Eleven. Do yourself a favor and go watch it right now. Um, I recently watched Deliverance, and you know when you're watching a movie and suddenly it's a classic. That's exactly mm, what it is. Mm, mm. Um, also, a very, a very hard watch. So you know, be yeah. be warned um, that it's not the easiest. Um, but goddamn, is it rewarding? Uh, and then another one that I hadn't watched um, because of the, all the Cyrano uh, talk that's out there of uh, Peter Dinklage, um, and I forget the director who uh, directed Cyrano. Um, uh, Joe Wright. Joe Wright, thank you very much. Uh, you know, it's received a lot of buzz, transforming it into a musical. And I was always like, you know, what is Cyrano? I'm French, I'm supposed to know this. So I watched the original, the OG, Cyrano de Bergerac with Gérard Depardieu. And it is just mesmerizing. Gérard Depardieu, who got nominated for an Oscar in this role, um, which I think should have won, he is. He explodes on the screen. It's like you're lis- you're listening to a master se- thespian. Like, like physically or? Oh yeah, yeah. Physically, emotionally. <laughs> want, that he, is a committed performance. He blows him up himself he, up on screen. He like literally just explodes. Um, it's you know that's just one when too many pieces of cheese. <laughs> one too many. One too many wines. One too many cheeses. Um, no, seriously, an absolute rocking. Oh my God! And Jabriel's looking very dapper. Jabriel is getting dressed as we are talking right what? now. So, Jabriel, what the fuck? Jabriel's wearing like a suit. Anyways, anyways, I I will keep going. Uh, Jabriel, don't do not steal this from me, uh, with your with your beautiful self right now. Um, so Cyrano de Bergerac. If you want to watch a classic thespian French film with beautiful language, beautiful. French language, might I add. And then Son of Soul, which is another beautiful yet shocking um, World War II era film based on um, the concentration camp in, in Hungary. All done in, in kind of... Hungary. In Hungary, sorry. Hungary. Why did I say Hungary? <laughs> um, Jewish Hungarian concentration camp, sorry. Um, Again, beautifully told, and a beautiful, sim- beautiful cinematography, uh, all told yeah. through one specific perspective. And then finally, Boiling Point, um, which I watched a couple weeks back, but I don't think I mentioned yet, um, which is kind of one of my favorite, um, you know, cinematography techniques is is the one take, um, is how to keep a one take as fluid as possible. And I think Boiling Point has achieved that just as much as children of men has uh when alfonso alfonso Cuarón did it um i i think bowling point is is a masterclass in the one take it's a one take wonder 
and Jabril's wearing a suit and a turtleneck. Where is this man going, you ask? Huh. Where, yeah, where I mean, are you going? To the opera house? Yeah, it's, it's this event Were you going by to kill this Bond? rapper. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I You feel like Javier Bardem in, in I, Skyfall. Dude, you, yeah. you look like an NBA player from the 90s when he goes to an award ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's like draft. Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the 80s. That pose that he gives. Yeah. <laughs> With the mustache. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne The Rock mustache. Dwayne yeah. the, the Rock Jabro. Um, Love it. Yeah. What, what were we, we going to No, we're just about? wrapping it up. So we're waiting for you to wrap it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I have so to do the hand theme. it over I have to, to you so you can take yeah. us away. All right. So before we wrap it up, I'm going to do this really quickly because I have to bounce in a bit. But since it's World War Three around the corner, I wanted to take it back to the, <laughs> the second one. Um, <laughs> um, basically, it's uh, we're going to do a, a theme called Visiting World War II. I've always loved World War II movies, um, fiction or nonfiction. Um, and I, I think I've... I don't know, fell in love with the whole genre when I started studying like history properly in university. So the first movie was a movie that I watched in class. And uh, I think I watched it like when I got home and I watched it again and again and again and again. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And that is The Pianist featuring one of my favorite mm. actors of all time, Adrian Brody, because he's just amazing. He's delicious. And yeah, this is just a great movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, this was the Holocaust movie that actually struck me more than uh, what's the one that we did? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So this one really hit me hard just because of the musical aspect and things like that. Mm. Um, then we're going to move it to another film by Senor Quentin Tarantino mm. um, called Inglorious Bastards. I think everyone knows this one. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I really liked it sp simply because of the amazing cast and that mm. opening scene, but we're not gonna talk about that opening scene now. We'll talk about it later. Dominique then, de Coco. What? Dominique de Coco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, carrying on. <laughs> and then finally, we're gonna finish it off with, I think, the World War II movie of World War II movies. Um, I haven't seen this movie, actually. And it's something that everyone's like, man, you have to see this movie. It's I mean, I'm that guy. Bruh. I'm that guy. <laughs> it's like, how have you not seen this movie? Bruh? So, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan featuring Tom Hanks, Matt Damon. Or is it know. Saving Ryan's Privates? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Shaving Ryan's Privates. Oh, that's the one. There get, your middle, get your middle school jokes right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I'm just gonna go to my closet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then on that note. <laughs> Anyways, ciao for now. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that jazz. You know how it do. Either Raf or I am gonna be lagging in this episode, but you know how it is. We're the movie newbies. And well, I'm the movie newbie, and I'm with the two aficionados. And thank you for listening, and catch you on the next episode with two special guests. Well, one special guest, and then another special guest, but we'll get to that on the actual episode. Ciao for now.